Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey, IAs, welcome back to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. I'm your host and your guide, Chris Stanley, and we are going to talk today about CYL, Claim Your Life. Uh, We're going to continue the series of Claim Your Life, um, and we might do these sporadically in the future as well, uh, but we want to really get deep onto this topic to really start handing you some real practical application of life currencies and how you can use them to claim your life. So if you're looking at the episode uh, description or title, you'll see that says CYL at the front. And what that means is, hey, this is a claim your life episode. It's more um, you know, personal development than it is practical. Here's how you get started in your career. But this is important as we established a few episodes ago because it in, in our industry people burn out really, really bad. And it's because they don't have balance in their life. They don't know how to balance their life. And I've struggled with this my entire career is how do you uh, balance how much we give to claims and how much uh, do we give to our relationships and how much of our time do we give in exchange for money and on and on and on and on. Um, And so this framework and lens of looking at things through there are four life currencies. There's Money, energy, time, and relationships. And we are spending those currencies in exchange for money. So money's the end result that uh, when we give up our time, energy, and relationships uh, to go do a job, the end result of that job is, hey, we get money. But we don't often think enough about how what we're actually giving up in exchange for that money. So that's why this is so important to me is... We have this framework and lens to look at the world and look at our lives. Then now we can start to make decisions and go, oh, okay. Uh, If I'm going to go take this claim and drive three hours away, yeah, it's good money, but I'm going to miss my kid's baseball game. Is it really worth that? Or yes, it's obviously worth that. We can start to make decisions because we're aware of what it's actually costing us, not just in gas or fuel or uh, even time, but in our relationships and in our energy as well. So that's what we're talking about. And uh, today I really want to kind of establish, this is all one big exercise. At the end of each one of these, I try to give something practical to you for you to do something small, tangible, that you can take away and start to live your life a little bit differently, or at least just think differently. Um, But some kind of actual exercise you need to do. Um, But today's episode, the entire thing is the exercise. Okay, so... Uh, you're going to have some work to do at the end to write yours out, uh, write your thing out. But it is, what does your dream life look like? Um, and establishing what your dream life looks like is so important. And I'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it needs to be brought up in this context of claiming your life and life currencies. Uh, if You can't claim a life that you don't even know you want to live. Right. If you don't know where you're trying to get to, you'll never get there. You'll just 
wander around aimlessly like the Israelites in the desert, right? Uh, they said they wanted in the Bible to go to this promised land. They get there, but they weren't willing to do what it took to, to claim it. And so they went and walked in the desert instead for 40 years. I don't want that for you. I want you to experience a full life starting now. I want you to experience that um, as soon as possible without having to wait a long time. Uh, but if you don't know where you're going, you'll, you just, you, you can't get there. It's impossible. So today's episode, that's what we're talking about is how to determine what it is you want to do in life, where you want to go. Um, so that way you can start trying to get there. You can start walking in the right direction. You can start investing your life currencies towards that end. Um, and my wife told me, you know, not everybody knows what they want in life. That's not an easy question. And for me, I'm like, oh, well, here it is. And I just did it, you know, really quick. It's because in my head is like, no, yeah, we all know where we want to go in life, right? Well, if you don't, that's okay. You're not the only one, you know, it, just because it's easy for me doesn't mean it's easy for everyone. And mine probably sucks in comparison to most people's that isn't well thought out. Um, so I'm going to kind of go through a few examples of what I want you to do uh, at the end of this episode. Um, but before I even go through those examples, I need you convinced that you have to know where you're going. Otherwise, this whole episode is a waste and you shouldn't listen to it. So. Um, Okay, so if, if my whole conversation, if you don't know where you're going, you'll never get there, isn't enough uh, to convince you. I really want you to think ab about this. Um, there are times when you spend a lot of time, effort, energy to get somewhere to find out it's really, really not what you wanted. Maybe uh, a friend told you, hey, you know what you really should do? You know, you know what job you really would like is this. And you go get that job and you're like, this is a terrible job, but they love it, right? Well, it wasn't what you wanted. It wasn't what claiming your life looked like. It wasn't your dream life, um, but you took somebody else's word for it, right? Um, and then what ends up happening and, and how my wife and I talk about this a lot is before we do a big business venture, before we uh, you know, do something drastic in our life, we try to think through is this really the mountain that we want to climb? Because no matter what, you're climbing a mountain. You don't really have a choice. You might stay at the base of it. You might go up and go down and up and down. But ultimately, we're all walking a path, right? We're, we're all on a journey in life. But you kind of get to decide what mountain you climb. You know, do you want to be an independent adjuster? Great. Which mountain do you want to climb as an independent adjuster? Do you want to be a property adjuster where you travel around the country and do this? Do you want to be an auto adjuster where you stay at home and do claims? Or do you want to travel as an auto adjuster? Do you want to be a desk adjuster where you sit at home and work remotely? Or maybe you sit, you want to sit in a cubicle somewhere and work. Or, oh, you want to go work for an insurance company? Yeah, you can do that too. Like, there are a lot of mountains to climb, right? But they all take time, energy, relationships, and the result of those sometimes is you've created money. It takes money too. So if you don't decide where you want to go, you're going to be climbing a mountain that you're unhappy when you get there. And it's it's happened a few times in my life where I've really been unhappy with the mountain 
so to speak, when when I've gotten to where I thought I wanted to go. Um, I remember as a regional manager of a PDR company, I uh, on on one hand, the job was great. Like, it's a dream job. If I described it here, you, you'd just be like, Chris, I don't know. Well, you're just a big whiny baby. What are you complaining about? It's the best job ever. Um, but basically, in the job, I was miserable for a lot of reasons. A lot of it was my own doing. I was bankrupt in most of my life currencies um, of my own doing and in exchange for money. It's all I thought about was myself and money and uh, everything. And, and that's a constant struggle is trying to fight uh, the selfishness we, we all have inside ourselves. And I'm no exception. I have to fight that all the time. Um, and so on one hand, it was a lot because I was just selfish and didn't care or love anybody else. On the other hand, uh, what I didn't like about the job, and when I think back about it now, even if I went back and I was balanced and whatever, it's like, oh my gosh, it was terrible. Why was it terrible? Why, why did I hate it so much? It was because we were never wanted, the company I was at. I was never wanted to be there. I was always a burden everywhere I walked in. So I would walk in and my uh, you know, guys who worked for me fixing the hail damaged vehicles, I'd walk in. Typically, your boss walks in, what? You're a burden, right? Uh, everyone's like, oh, I wish you weren't here and I could just work what I wanted to do. And you didn't come in and try to coach me and, and <laughs> you know, whatever. And some of the guys were awesome and, and super nice. And most of them were really nice and, and awesome. But there was always that feeling of like, oh, he's the boss. He's walking in. And that was partly because of the way I carried myself uh, as well. But overall, they didn't really want me there. They'd rather just be doing their work and, and whatever and, and let me get out of the way, right? They're just making things harder for them. Uh, the shops didn't want us there. And the insurance companies, ultimately, yeah, they worked with us and things, but they didn't really want us there. And so every time I walked in somewhere, I wasn't wanted. Well, I didn't think through that when they offered me the job. I didn't even understand what the job was. I didn't know if that was a mountain I wanted to climb for two years. But I did, and I got a lot of great experiences out of it. It's why I wrote the Hail Adjusters playbook. The first book that was ever written in the playbook series was all because I spent so much time around hail damaged vehicles. Like That was what I lived for about four or five years, and two of it was as a regional manager. That was a mountain I did not want to climb. And I know that now. And I, so I've got some valuable lessons out of that. I do not want to do a job like that. Um, and so you, you get some benefit from walking the mountain, but it wasn't where I wanted to go. So I want you to think about where is it you're trying to get to? When I talk with you on the phone, if you, you've had a phone conversation with me, you know, I ask three questions every time. One, where are you coming from? Job history wise. Two, where are you at? But most importantly, where is it you want to be in the next two years? What does your life look like? What are you hoping independent adjusting is going to provide you? And the reason why that's so important to me is if you have an uh, expectation or a mountain you're trying to climb that independent adjusting or myself and our program in particular cannot provide, I'm going to tell you that because I don't want you thinking I'm how you climb that mountain. I need to know what mountain you're trying to climb. And so in your life, you've got to figure out where are you headed? Where do you want to head? And here's the freeing part about this. One, you can make a mistake and it's okay, right? I climbed that mountain. I got benefit out of it. I made a lot of money. Um, I made a lot of friends. I learned a lot about hail. I, you know, a lot of good benefit there. Um, 
But two, and more encouraging to me, is that you can change your mind. If you are making progress in a direction and you're like, you know what? I don't want to do that anymore. You can change. But that was the direction you were headed. So hopefully where you're, what you're pivoting to is something in a similar mountain range, right? Uh, to where you're not doing an about face and walking back. But you can change. This isn't a forever decision. But it's what direction are you walking starting today? And so here are some examples of, you know, what your dream life would look like. What is the life that you really want? What does it look like? And we're going to use this moving forward in some of the other episodes to help us make decisions with this. But right now, where you're sitting, think about it. What do you want out of life? What, when you close your eyes and I say, if you could pick anything in the world, any lifestyle that you're doing, any situation, what does your life look like? If I can just snap your my fingers and this is what your life looks like. Think about that and 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 what that is. And I'll give you a few examples here uh, to kind of get your wheels turning. But I really want you to paint a scene for yourself. And that's going to be the end activity today is to paint this scene, to write it out, what your dream life looks like. Um, so for me, as an example, my dream life is I want to be able to travel internationally with my wife and kids, work remotely from a sailboat or a school bus in this nomadic life, be able to work from anywhere, travel the world to be able to show my kids a different perspective in life, to make ourselves feel small and and to understand how small we really are in this world. Uh, so we have a really healthy perspective and a diverse perspective about what it means to be human on our planet. And hopefully through that, be able to connect deeper to God. Um, and so a big, big part of that, that scene or the vision uh, that I kind of write out is like, I want to be able to cross the Atlantic with our sailboat. I want to be able to do that because it kind of is the encapsulating picture of my dream life, where I'm headed currently. And so when I think about being in the middle of the ocean with my kids and my wife and we're sitting there, you know, in, in my vision, I'm writing something probably like writing a book or something, but we're crossing the ocean and there's just like, there's not really a lot to do when you read books about people crossing oceans. There's a lot of times where there's just not a lot to do. Sure. You have your, your patterns and your routines you do, but it's not like your life's super busy. You don't have to go to the grocery store and you don't have to go to church and you're not, uh, you know, taking all these phone calls or whatever. So like that really paints the picture of the fluidity and that I want in life is that I can work from anywhere and be able to cross an ocean and it'd be, you know, be okay that we're okay at the end of the day. So, so that's my kind of picture of my dream life. Right. Um, another one that I make up and I, in my books and stuff I use as an example is, you know, well, my dream life is I want to have a, beautiful log home in the mountains of Tennessee where the my wife can have a garden and the grandkids can come visit on the summers and weekends and um and and I want a workshop to where I can um create chainsaw furniture you know and so like that's an amazing sounding life 
you know, and maybe I work part time uh, online or in town, but I don't want to have to work full time anymore. It's like, okay, that's really cool. Like that is a cool life. And so what is it that is your dream life? Think on that. Really think on it. Where is it you're trying to get to? If you could just snap your fingers, whether it's with independent adjusting or not, where is it you're trying to get to? And it it might not be as far distant in the future as the mountains of Tennessee with chainsaw furniture. It might not be as crazy and radical as floating across the Atlantic on a sailboat. It can be something smaller or bigger. It doesn't have to, but this is going to give you it's going to be your compass. It's going to be your North Star to say, this is where I'm going. And it's paramount for you in your life to be able to claim it, that you know what you're trying to claim. Because it's going to inform every decision you make moving forward. So write down, what is your dream life? Write out that scene. Document it for yourself. Write it down. If you want to share it in, in the IAPATH community, do it. Share it. We'd love to see it. Share it with me, tag me, whatever. I want to know what your dream life is. And then that'll help us as your coaches and mentors to help ed, um, educate and inform you about, hey, I, I think this is the best way to go about that. But write it down. That's your task. Keep walking your path and claiming your life. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven-part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim your life.